expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Taiwan is a place that produces its fair share of stories, so it's no surprise that it's also got more than a few talented storytellers. Well, today on Taiwan Talk, we're speaking to a group that's giving a stage to both local and foreign rock and tours. Taipei Story Slam hosts a monthly event that invites anyone with a voice to go up and use it by telling brief, true stories from their own life experiences. To tell us a little bit more about the group and what kind of stories have turned up there, we're joined now by its organ. Organizer Colin Norman. Colin, thanks for being with us today. Hey, thank you, Keith. I'm happy to be here. So uh, just to start things off, could you tell us a little bit about uh, the format of uh, the event that you're putting together? Well, what we do is that we try to have some featured storytellers every month. So you'll come in, sit down, uh, grab a drink and some food, and we'll have some storytellers ready to go with their own stories that uh, we've heard ahead of time and and helped work on. And then uh, we'll also have a hat. So then if you listen to the story and you feel inspired or you think, yeah, I I do want to share something from my life about that, uh, you can feel free to put your name in the hat and we'll draw. And there's a very good chance you'll also be able to come share your life experiences with us. But uh, then there's also some rules that the storytellers are supposed to follow. Is that right? Yeah, uh, we have several rules. Uh, the first is that the story has to be from your own life. So you, we don't really, uh, we don't really want a lot of people going up and going. Well, I heard, or you know, I I was on the internet and I saw this one story. Uh, we want to hear about you. We want to hear your experiences and what you've been through, and uh, you know, your joys and your losses and everything from your life. This is about sharing, uh, sharing a piece of yourself, and that's I think that's what makes it so wonderful. So that's the first thing. It has to be about your life. Uh, it also has to be memorized, so there's no notes or props. And this is because we feel like uh, notes or props kind of comes between you and the audience. It's something that's, that uh, blocks that in, uh, exchange between people. And then there's a five to ten minute uh, limit. So under five minutes, we find that a lot of times it's almost more, more like a joke, kind of like a setup and punchline. Uh, more than five minutes really lets you get into the experience. Um, but then the cap is 10 minutes because we want to let everyone have a chance. Um, and then uh, there's there will be uh, judges drawn from the audience. Um, it's very loose, relaxed judging. We don't want anyone to feel intimidated. But the judging is just to, to help move things along. And because we have a grand slam, so whoever wins each story slam, uh, at the end, they'll all come together and we'll have a big grand slam competition where all of the winners compete with their best story. And so that's the format of the show. And those are the rules. So uh, you guys have been doing this for uh, about a year now. And uh, it was kind of inspired by some stuff that was going on in the U.S., right? Yeah. Originally, uh, the group Taipei Story Slam was founded by Sean Scanlon and Mandy Rovita. Uh, and these were uh, two friends of mine that were really, really inspired by the storytelling groups that everyone or many people know about, like The Moth. Uh, that's one of the really big legendary ones that started in New York and is now, they have many shows all over America. Um, or another one that's really fun is Risk. Uh, you know, this is the storytelling for or uh, things that you couldn't share on the moth. They say stories you never thought you'd dare to share. Um, but these were inspiring. And so Mandy and Sean Scanlon got uh, got together and they decided to do this sort of show. And you know, there's always growing pains and hiccups and you're finding the right place to do it. 
But eventually, once they got it rolling, it became something that the community really enjoyed. Right, and now you've kind of taken the lead in this group, uh, and so I'm curious. Uh, you're you're involved in a lot of other uh, performance entertainment type groups in Taipei. Some of them are more uh, comedy based or, or or more about improv. Uh, why is storytelling though something that you're focusing on so much? What what interests you about this? I feel like storytelling is a much more fundamental part of the human experience. I love. All of the other shows, I love to go see stand-up, or I love to go see improv, I love to go see plays. Um, but there's something very, very personal and very wonderful about about just taking a piece of your life and standing in front of so many people, and all these people want to do is to hear what you have to say and to experience it with you and to support you with that. And that's something we've been doing as a species since before recorded history. It's it's a part of who we are and what we do as humans is to tell stories and to bond that way. And so I think Story Slam is really, really valuable for that, for the fact that it's something we've done from the beginning of time. And it's something that's been being forgotten more and more with TV shows and movies and, you know, uh, character limits on tweets and things like that. And, you know, I love I love all of the modern stuff, too. It's great to watch TV. It's great to, to see movies. But it's nice to get back to something so fundamental as sharing a piece of your life with people. And I think that that's really the beauty of Story Slam. And I'm hoping to keep that alive and going. Uh, so I think it's pretty fair to say that Taiwan attracts uh, some interesting folks uh, to come and live here. Uh, would you say that that's been kind of helpful as you've been putting this show together? Has, has, has that been a, a resource for the show? Absolutely. I think one of the disadvantages here, perhaps, is that we're drawing from a smaller community, uh, whereas opposed to to somewhere like New York or a place like that, you you have you know millions of people that are going to come. But while we're drawing from a smaller community, it's a community that, just by the fact they're here, must have stories to tell. Uh, anyone who's adventurous enough and brave enough to move to a, a different country using a different language just that sort of personality is a sort of personality that generates interesting stories i promise you anybody in the audience every single person has a story that we would like to hear uh just by the fact that you're living in another country <laughs> it's just it's built into it's built into the community here so one thing about these events is that people who go there uh, get a chance to hear, you know, a lot of different perspectives about Taiwan. Uh, and, uh, well, just to give people kind of a sense of, of what we mean when we say that, I mean, you've been to a lot of these events. Uh, and I'm curious, uh, can you give us any examples of anything that you feel like you've gotten from that? I think that a lot of the experiences are from a foreigner perspective. We have had some Taiwanese people tell stories uh, and so I guess I've learned two different things. I've liked the stories from uh, our native Taiwanese perspective uh, because you don't always get that. Um, a lot of times in the foreigner community, we're, we can be very foreigner-centric, so it's really, really nice to get Taiwanese people to share what it was like growing up here. Um, there's things I never knew about military service or other things that are a little bit more unique to Taiwan that I've learned, and that's been wonderful. Um, and then on the other side is uh, some of the foreigner experiences. Um, being a part of the foreign community, you kind of feel like you can get a feeling that everyone has had the same thing. Like we all 
didn't quite fit in at home and then we moved abroad and we really enjoyed it here and you feel like everyone's kind of had the same experience to get here but then you get someone on stage that starts telling a story and you're like oh my god this person's journey is something new and exciting that i've never even considered so i think one of the really great things is that you can be surprised when you think you know someone's story or you think you know where someone has been and what they've done and all of a sudden they can just blow you away with some of the incredible things that you had no idea about. So I think that's one of the most exciting things and you can learn so much about both the community of the country we live in and the community of the people that have chosen to live here. Right, and kind of bouncing off of that, I mean, one thing uh, about living in Taiwan is, you know, however much we might want to fight against it, there are a, a number of barriers uh, to really, I don't know, accessing uh, a, other people's perspective, whether it's, you know, a language barrier or a cultural barrier. Uh, and, and oftentimes, I think it can be, uh, you know, all too tempting to just kind of walk by the people that you encounter on the street and, and, and not really, you know, question, you know, what's behind their perspective, what's special about this person. Uh, and uh, so is that something that your group, uh, is that something that you guys are interested in, is, you know, helping people get more curious about those around them in Taiwan? Absolutely. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. A lot of it is is exactly that. We're, we're giving a space to see the humanity and to see the experiences and see the, the heart of the people on stage. And at the end of the day, we're, we're all just people, no matter what community we are and what and who we associate with. We're just people trying to do our best and trying to be happy. And, and you really see that humanity come out on stage. It, it's a wonderful way to, to bridge uh, culture and bridge community and to see that we're all just we're all just trying hard to do to do right and to do well and to be happy. Uh, so like we mentioned earlier in the interview, you guys have uh, just been around for about a year now, so you're still kind of just starting out. If everything goes to plan, uh, what would you want this to look like uh, down the road next couple of years, three, four, five years? The dream would be that in several years, or maybe even next year, uh, we will have grown enough that we can first off take it to different places in Taiwan. Um, I'd love to hear stories from people in Kaohsiung or Taidong or really anywhere. So I would love to be able to, to tour it just a little bit. Uh, in the first year, it did go to Spring Scream, uh, which was a really successful show. And I would love to, to bring it other places. Uh, and then the next step even far further in the future, uh, even beyond that, would be I would love to get involved with other communities in Asia. Um, I We Taipei Improv, uh, an improv group here, we went to uh, Shanghai for the Shanghai International Improv Festival and met a lot of friends there. Um, and so I would love, I would love to, to do an exchange with Singapore or Shanghai or Beijing or Tokyo would be amazing. It would be truly wonderful to actually start building this community bigger and bigger. So that's the big dream. That's where we would love to go. But first we got to have our ducks in order in this community. And I, uh, I really hope that we can get, Many, many people coming and telling stories here in Taipei first. And, okay, so uh, bringing this abroad, like you mentioned, would you say that that's just about getting a, a, a bigger stage? What, what, why is that something that interests you? Um, I think it's about community. Um, just like we, we talked about bridging community with, uh, with the different groups in Taipei, 
it's the same thing, but just on a grander scale. What what are the experiences of someone growing up in Singapore as opposed to someone growing up in Taiwan? Or what are the experiences of an expat who moved to Singapore as opposed to moving to Taiwan? It's about seeing uh, the human similarities between us and also what different experiences we've had in different places. Uh, I would love to hear about someone from every different country around here and, and really understand what their experience is at the core. Um, and I would love for them to understand about people in Taiwan. I think a lot of times Taiwan doesn't get the international recognition it deserves. And so I would love for people in in Tokyo or or Singapore or Malaysia, somewhere like that, I would love for them to also get to see the perspective in Taiwan. I think creating a larger community can only bring people together. Uh, so for any of our listeners who are thinking about maybe getting involved in all this, uh, what should they know? Yeah, um, if you would like to tell a story, uh, you can get involved in one of two ways. You can email me, and the email's really easy. It's taipeistoryslam at gmail.com, all one word. You can find us on Facebook uh, just by searching Taipei Story Slam, and you can like the group there, and that way you'll get all of the invites to the events. Um, or you can just come to the show. Uh, our next show is April 30th, and then after that, we're every third Thursday of the month. We've been speaking to Colin Norman of Taipei Story Slam. Colin, thanks so much for speaking with us today. Thank you, Keith. Uh, We hope to see you at Story Slam soon.